This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is August the 6th. 2020 strong hand personal responsibility is the new counterculture golden age of the 2020s bitcoin is the next bitcoin in motion offended by selling apex predator one day closer to an all-time high all right unconfiscatable we're going to talk about that today compete don't complain we'll talk about that hello my elite friends check out all the links below twitter on TechBalt t-e-c-h-b-a-l-t tomorrow 2 p.m baltimore time francis pulio is going to be on the panel of This Week in Bitcoin. It'll be a fun show. We'll have some other surprise guests. It's going to be great. Friday, 2 p.m. That's tomorrow, Baltimore time. That's uh, noon in Calgary and 11 a.m. in Los Angeles tomorrow. This Week in Bitcoin, you get it every single Friday here. That is strong hand freaking conviction. You better believe it, dudes. So I noticed on Twitter, we're on TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T, an, a, a big finance dude uh, from traditional finance, uh, he's in the media and stuff, uh, was, was following me. He's in the media. A tr- traditional type of guy. I see he tweets about Bitcoin some. And so I decided, oh, this guy's got a lot of followers. Uh, who is he? I mean, I've never really heard of the dude before. So I just I wanted to check out some of his threads about Bitcoin. And I give the guy credit. He's interested in Bitcoin. Um, he, he likes it. Uh, and he asks questions to his followers. And that's where you get some insight into the normies out there, okay? There's there's still a lot of confusion among uh, the normies. And these are normies who are into other financial products. They're into – they want to make money. They're they're into speculation, clearly. Uh, One thing that was repeated among these people, going to zero, a fear of Bitcoin going to zero. And – this is there's a big difference. This is this is the big difference between the, the no coiners who are into stocks, bonds, gold, and the people who are in, in Bitcoin right now, okay? Or a substantial amount of people that are in Bitcoin. The going to zero fear ha- has been gone since 2015, dudes. And I mean so, I mean some of you will say, well, not until 2017. Okay, whatever. For me, definitely, I, I knew in, after after going through 2015, this thing is not going to zero. I actually was totally confident of it when I was in South Africa in April of that year, and, and Vinnie Lingham gave a pretty good speech talking about, uh, well, someone someone predicted it would go down to $50. It was at like 200 some dollars, and Vinnie Lingham's like, please, people in Silicon Valley will back up a freaking truck at $100, buy as much as possible. Uh, <laughs> and, and that kind of snapped in my head right then, but something to take into account, uh, besides that lovely story of the past is that no matter what Bitcoin is unconfiscatable. Okay. It is uncensorable. You can send it to the most vile person on the planet to support them. Okay. And because of that, because of that, that fact that no one can stop it, it has value. It has a base value there. Now, what, what is that base value? Well, it's not zero, but zero is nothing. All right? So this is something uh, the, the, the normies do not get at all. They don't know what Bitcoin is. They, they think it's like a stock. It's, it's like a stock to so many people. You can't send your Microsoft stock to anybody on earth, okay? It can be confiscated. It, it, can be, it, it can't just become theirs all of a sudden. They can't just liquidate it, all right? That's it. It's, it's, it, it is, it's definitely censorable, okay? 
definitely confiscatable. Bitcoin is none of those things. So you, you, you keep on, it's just like a parallel universe here. When I, when I read these traditional finance people, well, what their fans have to say, the going to zero thing, it makes, and I mean, we have people, we have trolls in this space that, that shell it also, but they're trolls. They're, they're, they're not thinking, but to, it, it, it has a basic value there. I just told you what it does. They, there are a lot of, uh, and there are more and more people out there today that are now being classified as vile individuals. And the traditional finance system wants nothing to do with them. The traditional media system wants nothing to do with them. That population is growing and growing. And they're going to need a way to be financially supported. And with Bitcoin, you can support them. And it, it cannot be stopped. I mean, there are a lot of people I, I disagree with strongly out there. But if you like them, you can send them Bitcoin and there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing the United States government can do about it. Okay. As a, all right. So uh, that, that there is your, your base value reminder that going that, and that going to zero is, is nonsense. Now, some of you might say, well, how about there is some uh, major technical flaw that no one has ever, that's not what these people are talking about. Okay. I mean, they, they think it's a Ponzi or something like that. Now there is, a, I, I, it's been 11 freaking years now. You think they would discovered some major technical flaw that would allow uh, governments to hack it and confiscate it and, and make it censorable. Okay. That's it, I, we're past that also. I, I would definitely say, okay, this is, this is not just something that people have been paying very close attention, uh, especially the last uh, few years or so. So I, I have no fear of hacks and I definitely have no fear of, of going to zero. Come on now. Pound that like button. So, Let's remember out there, there are still all those crypto funds out there that diversify for the sake of diversification. They're getting into DeFi. You can call it crypto hedge funds. You can make up all sorts of stories about what these things are. But the bottom line is what they're trying to do is they're trying to beat Bitcoin. They're trying to beat the return on Bitcoin. All right. And it's hard to do. And not many, so many have failed miserably by trying to beat Bitcoin. You like lose a lot. So I, we've said it a million times, you're better off just holding the Bitcoin, right? So you don't lose. Uh, and uh, another way of looking at it is Bitcoin is the target. Okay, that's their freaking target. All right, they're trying to be above that. That it's uh, beat, own the freaking target, okay? That's what everybody's aiming at. Everybody's aiming at Bitcoin, to beat Bitcoin. It's, it's so simple. Just own the freaking target. Own the freaking target, okay? You don't need the, comple com the complexity worship your life away. It's, it's, it's quite simple. I've owned the target since 2013 and I got a big old smile on my face. Don't I pound that like button? Yeah. All right. So yeah, it's much, much easier and cheaper to own the target, to own the Bitcoin. You don't have to pay some, uh, hedge fund manager. I mean, the, the names these guys come up with them for themselves with, for, I don't know. The names they come up for the names they come up with are ludicrous. Okay. My 97-year-old grandma could say she's a freaking hedge fund manager and like buy some Ethereum and some Ripple or something and say, hey, listen to me. I, I, I've got wisdom. I'm 97. I've been in this space for 97 years. <laughs> People believe it too. All right. Now, uh, so yes, Goldman Sachs time here. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. People freaking out. When they see that name Goldman Sachs, they start to blame and comp complain and you know, think that, oh, this is the worst thing on earth, the banks. Oh, how could they get into Bitcoin? Oh, yeah. If you got questions, I got answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat, please. I, I forgot to say that. Um, but, yeah, so Goldman Sachs, 
they ripped on Bitcoin uh, a few weeks ago. They had some report that was inaccurate. I'm used to this. So, I mean, I, I've I critiqued the report. No big deal. Let them do what they're going to do. And clearly, yeah, there are dudes over there that have an interest in uh, cryptocurrency because, hey, look at this. Look at this. Goldman Sachs is considering its own crypto likely a stable coin. <laughs> Goldman Sachs has appointed a new head of digital assets. While it's early days, he says the bank is examining creating its own fiat digital token. Good, good. I want them to. I have no problem with them creating their own stable coin, their own. They're going to be able to print their own money easier than uh, Facebook is. They're, they're, they definitely have more uh, connections and friends in the regulatory regime than uh, Zuckerberg does, from, from what I can tell. So who knows? Maybe uh, Goldman Sachs coin will come out before, before uh, Libra. I do think Libra will obviously bring more normies into Bitcoin, which is great. But, but hey, if Goldman Sachs is allowed to have their own stablecoin, it, it it's good for Bitcoin. It, the regulators are they're, they're It shows that the United States government, the financial system, is accepting this cryptocurrency thing. Okay, if they let Goldman and if Goldman Sachs does it, then all the other banks are going to do it. If all the other banks have their own. Uh, currencies, then why not? Uh, why can't every company have its own currency? So it's it's going to have down a, a freedom path, I think, uh, by, by letting, because a, a bank is nothing but a company. It's nothing but a company. And to to allow companies even to have their own stable coins uh, is a step in the right direction. And uh, it will get people uh, more aware of cryptocurrency, more familiar with cryptocurrency, comfortable with cryptocurrency. And, uh, and there's so much hate out there for these companies that in, instead of dealing with their cryptocurrencies, they, they'll want the, the independent one, the, the Bitcoin baby. And then, of course, people will start to diversify for the sake of diversification. So I have no uh, I have no problem with uh, Goldman Sachs uh, doing this. I wish them well. Compete. Don't complain. I don't think it, I, there'll be some people saying, oh, it's so unfair. They're already rich. Okay, Don't worry about how rich Goldman is. OK, you, you should. They're, so this is what Goldman's going to do. They're going to print their own coin. What should you do? And, and then how about if they really stick with like vilifying Bitcoin? Then what are you going to do? Scream it's unfair. They have their own coin. Are you going to buy the thing they're vilifying? I think you should and not complain. Buy the thing they're vilifying. All right. But I, I do have a feeling uh, from vilifying it today, uh, they'll be holding it uh, in, in the future. Uh, they'll be part of the, the Bitcoin banks and have their own, uh, as I said, they, they definitely, they'll be Goldman Sachs coin of the future. So let's talk about the art of Bitcoin holding because there's so much temptation out there. So much, some of you people, you get weak handed. Here's a reminder from Tour de Meester. This is part of the art of Bitcoin holding. If you need to visualize something, instead of visualizing my strong hand, my beautiful shirts, my beautiful face, visualize this. And this is a scary, this will scare you straight. Holding liquid assets is hard. American Bitcoiners might imagine the IRS clerk standing in their yard holding a big sign showing how much the selling of their stash would cost them in capital gains taxes. Yes, people, remember you fiat freaks, the IRS, they have this thing. It's, it's, it's called taxes, capital gains taxes. When you sell that freaking property, that, that Bitcoin property that they consider it as, if you're a holder, you don't worry about that because you're not selling it. You're not getting in. You're not on their playing field. You're not on the fiat playing field. And of course, yeah, one day in the future. Well, what I was about to say, of course, one day in the future, you're going to turn into a dollar. 
Maybe not. Maybe the policy of the future of the IRS is going to change. When Goldman Sachs have their own coins, when Bank of America has its own coins, when Facebook has its own coins, do you think it's more or less likely that Bitcoin will be considered property and subject to these ridiculous capital gains taxes? We shall see. This is why you're a long-term thinker. Life can change. Life can change for the better. The, the ridiculous IRS tax regime can be clarified. It will be clarified. So again, if, you, if you've got that weak, that's the art of Bitcoin holding. What appears now as the something set in stone in terms of the IRS, it may not be set in stone. And you may be able to buy one day be able to buy a house with your Bitcoin and there'll be no taxes on it. Who knows what it will be? But it, I guarantee you today, if you sell that freaking Bitcoin, all right, you, and, you, and you do not pay your uh, in the United States of America and you sell it for you and you go into their realm, into the fiat realm, they will know. They will know. And uh, you will have to pay taxes. So uh, j just a reminder there, uh, long-term thinking, you do not it, – it, it should be interesting to see how the uh, tax regime evolves in, in the future. But currently, you, you definitely know what it is. And why, why – I mean, this is a savings account. You don't cash in your savings account at the spur of the moment. So good reminder there. There is the art of Bitcoin holding, the zen of Bitcoin holding. I gotta fix. I gotta finish that book, dude. I keep falling asleep at night before I, I read my uh, motorcycle maintenance, the art of motorcycle maintenance and Zen, whatever the heck the book's called. All right, pound that like button if you like that kind of talk. All right, Beyond Bitcoin every Saturday on the on the backup channel. It's linked to below. Disruptmeister.com. Subscribe to it, and of course, disruptmeister.com. You gotta check that out. That's all of my over seventeen hundred videos. Beyond Bitcoin this week in Bitcoin. One Bitcoin show, everything that I've ever done is uh, over there. Now, so we talked about the – so speaking about taxes and Coinbase, because of course, if you're dealing with Coinbase and, – and newbies probably don't get this. Here's an email I got. If you're dealing with Coinbase, you're paying your taxes, dude, um, or the IRS knows, okay? That, that's, a, that's a big uh, honeypot over there. Coinbase provides a huge honeypot. For the IRS to audit people, okay? Because there are plenty of people still that are dealing with Coinbase and then they're not reporting when they're selling for fiat. It's ridiculous. And also, uh, if you're paid in crypto, that's income, isn't it? Well, I mean, Coinbase is going to tell uh, the IRS it definitely is. And here we go. Here's an email from our Coinbase. All rewards, all in one place. Earn, stake, and get referral bonuses in our reward center. So apparently at Coinbase, they've got the reward center where you can you know, set up your staking of, of freakish altcoins. You can earn uh, $100 or $10, $50 worth of some uh, altcoin with them, get referral bonuses with them. Well, all, and all this and, – and you're all going to be happy. You're going, oh, look at this. And I'll, 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 but that's, uh, that's income right there. And then you might be like, oh, they're setting people up there, okay? You're, you're, it, it sounds real nice. Oh, look, Coinbase is giving away all these free stuff, all this free uh, stuff to me. Well, they're, they're also telling the IRS that's your income. You might not think that's income, but that is income. When you're getting it from Coinbase, all that stuff is definitely – we talked about on the last two shows, I believe, uh, how t Congressman Tom Emmer wants to clarify the staking 
uh, that it shouldn't be instant income when you get staking rewards from these freaking DeFi altcoins, whatever the heck it is. Okay, I'm not playing in that freaking realm. But right now, it's not clarifying. So right now, you're going to be in, in trouble. All right? And then, so Coinbase is sending you up for trouble. <laughs> it's a, and so this is where the big boys play. You, you should know it. I mean, you, you should always assume when you're dealing with a company like that, that you're giving your social security number to, uh, that, that, the, you, that the IRS knows that you're paying taxes, okay? So, but it, I just want to say that's that's their latest email. They're trying to tempt you into staking. Staking. You just don't buy the freaking Bitcoin and hold on to it as a savings account. But people want to diversify for the sake of diversification. Oh, we're going to talk about the Ethereum Classic attack in a second. Zach Vol has a tweet about that. Let me, there's a question now. So let me go to the, uh, all right, let me go to the beautiful question. Where did it go? Express uh, uh, Fabius said, I sold 20% of my Bitcoin at 11K so I could buy the next dip because I have no more fiat. It's a bit risky. Yeah, it's, yeah, dude, it's, I think you're foolish for doing it. But I, and you're paying a lot of taxes too, so enjoy it. But I have no other way of increasing my Bitcoin. Is it bad? Yeah, it's bad. It's bad what you've done. Sorry. All right, it's continuing. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's going to, it's going to cost you over the long run. <laughs> uh, all right. Derek says, I got my big boy pants on today. Very good. Very good, dude. I mean, I, I don't know how long you own that Bitcoin. You might have sh short-term capital gains on that thing. I don't know. I'm not a tax advisor. You're going to need a tax advisor once you sell your freaking Bitcoin. <laughs> you know, I love this. People people send me DMs and they want tax advice. I'm like, dude, you're in trouble if you're asking me that. I can't give anyone. I know. That, 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 that's how people get themselves in trouble. Uh, I, I, I don't give tax advice, man. You, you If you need tax advice and you're asking the Bitcoin master, you're in uh, – you're already one step. Uh, you've made a mistake. <laughs> okay, so uh, let, let's move on here. What do we have next? Uh, next on the list. Where do we go, man? Oh yeah, Zach Vol. If your uh, blockchain suffers two three thousand block reorgs within one week, I think it's time to take your ball and go home. All right. So he's talking about Ethereum Classic. It was attacked. Uh, these these altcoins, which are almost it's a second tier altcoin uh, that are proof of work, they, they're going to be more and more attacks. I think Tone Vase pointed that out uh, because they're not the real thing and they're cheap to attack and uh, people want to destroy. I'm not into destroying, but here we go. He says they should take their they should go away. It, it's time to take your ball and go home. Oh no, Zach! No, it's not. Why? Why should they give up? Why should they erase themselves? Because. The people keep gambling. People keep buying. The price isn't. The price was actually up at one point. Now it's down. Gamblers are going to get. They don't care about fundamentals in altcoin land. Who cares about fundamentals in altcoin land? Show me an altcoiner who the majority don't. They're just. They're like that dude that just asked me about the eleven thousand dollar thing. The gambling, selling, impulsive, have no plan, didn't have enough, didn't didn't have enough backup. That's what these altcoins are, and these impulsive people are all about. And that's what – so why, why should Ethereum can, uh, Classic give up? Heck no, they shouldn't give up. There will be more attacks. Maybe that will be considered – they can spin – Barry Silver can spin it as a positive. Well, people are clearly interested in us if we're getting reorged and attacked. And they'll, they'll, they'll change the uh, mining uh, algorithm. They'll, they'll change things. They'll change things. So no, they shouldn't go away. I don't think they should go away. Should you mess with it? Heck no, you shouldn't mess with it. But you don't you – don't, you shouldn't expect for any of these guys to give up because these gamblers are going to keep on gambling. 
I mean, this is for so many people. That's all that cryptocurrency is. And Zach, you know that. I mean, I think I think he was just trying to have a little provocative tweet out there and point and, and point out that it, it's it is ridiculous that it's. Uh, I mean, that it, it suffers two attacks in, in a week. Um, there's obviously issues. Why why you would want to, and fundamentally that that's very uh, disturbing. Why would anyone want to? Why would anyone want to deal with a financial instrument that is un- unstable as that? No one in the right mind was. No grown up would. Okay, but yeah, Barry Silver somehow has, has made it. There's an Ethereum Classic Trust, isn't there? <laughs> Unbelievable. So speaking about uh, tri- Barry Silver and uh, Grayscale, and I, I, I like Barry Silver. I like what he's doing in terms of he's competing. He's he's doing all sorts of creative things, getting all sorts of new people into the space. Why people would want to own GBTC over Bitcoin is I have went over a million times in, in my. On the show, you should you should own the real thing, all right. But no, people do not have personal responsibility. They want uh, a, a, an investment trust to hold it for them. Oh, it sounds so fancy. It sounds so traditional. Oh, ETF, bring on the ETF. I want an ETF. I can't be I can't be responsible enough to own my own Bitcoin. I want to do it through traditional means that can be confiscated by the United States government. Oh, I don't even understand. All right, so I mean, I'm just that. That's that's the eighty percent of mentality. That's the traditional person mentality, okay? And so Barry makes up products that uh, appeal to them. And hey, look what he's just done. He he just uh, a grayscale Ethereum trust files to become an SEC reporting company. Okay, so what? Uh, he he's conforming. He's making people more comfortable. He he wasn't forced to do it. He's just doing it to fit in so that people feel that he can get more normies to buy it. Okay, the bigger story here. There's a lot of people cover that story. I actually went to the blog post and I linked to it below. So instead of reading the freaking CoinDesk article about it, actually read the source from the horse's mouth, the blog post. It's linked to it below. Read what Barry Silver's dudes had to say and what they have to say about the Ethereum classic, uh, Ethereum, excuse me, uh, the, the Grayscale Ethereum Trust. Today, it's clearer than ever that there is a strong demand for an Ethereum access product as the trust has grown to become the largest Ethereum investment vehicle in the world. Okay. And this is, and that's the second largest cryptocurrency in in the world is Ethereum. You cannot deny it. Um, This past quarter alone, 2020, uh, we saw the average weekly investment into grayscale Ethereum trust hit uh, $10.4 million amounting to record quarterly inflows into the trust to the tune of $135.2 million. In fact, demand for Grayscale Ethereum Trust accounted for almost 15% of the total inflows into the Grayscale products during our biggest quarter yet. Okay, you cannot deny there is a newbie interest in Bitcoin, in, in, in Ethereum, in Ethereum, okay, and Bitcoin. But look at this. There are people out there that are coming that are traditional type of people, institutional investors, hedge funds, whatever you want to call them. And instead of owning their own freaking Ethereum, which is simple to freaking do, you can buy it at Coinbase. They they want to complicate matters. They want Ethereum so much that they're willing to complicate matters and let him hold it for them. And that's 15% 15 of his revenue right there, okay, inflow. So there's interest in this thing. It's, it's It's beyond the normal altcoin gambling type of stuff at this point. When you have people throwing this much money at Barry Silver to hold their Ethereum for them. Okay. It, it, it's, it, w- things are getting frothy dudes things. And this is good for Bitcoin too. This is, I, I've said it before. It's Ethereum. I have no problem with Ethereum doing well. And I just want to point out to the deniers out there, 
you could be the uh, the biggest Bitcoin fan in the world. You could be the freaking Bitcoin meister and still point out the obvious that this Ethereum thing is getting bigger. You, if you want to call it a scam, you can scream, you can cry and scream scam all day. It's not a scam. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's I mean, uh, you can question some fundamentals behind it. Is it going to be able to last for the long run? Who knows? All right. Let, let's live and let live here. Let's see it happen. But there is so much interest in this 2.0 thing. There's so much interest in this DeFi thing. People are tossing him money. It's growing. It's growing. So if you if you're disgusted by this, well, then I just I guess you just go into a hole and ignore it for the next year. But it, it, you're going to keep hearing more and more about this this type of thing. It's just it's just a fact of life. But hey, buy Bitcoin. I mean that, that that's that's the best way of uh, combating it. I mean there's there's all sorts of it, it's a positive. I'm, I'm a guy with a positive attitude. Ethereum uh, that all these people want to own an altcoin, but not even really hold it. Uh, just shows how advanced we are, that we as Bitcoin holders, the art of Bitcoin holders, we know what the real thing is and how to hold the freaking real thing. OK, look, look, but yet there's still there's so much interest in what's not the real thing and to how to improperly hold what's not the real thing. Now, uh, September 29th to November 24th, I will be in Salt Lake City. I just want to remind everyone like that. We're approaching the end of the show. Let me see if there are any other questions. No, there are no other questions from the super chat or doing it the proper way uh, through Bitcoin Meister. All right, dudes, 2 p.m. tomorrow, Baltimore time. That's also here in Asheville, North Carolina. East Coast, baby. Francis Pulio, special guest. It's going to it's gonna be rocking, man. He's going to talk about some current events. We agree on, on those uh, current events that so many people panic over. Oh, you panic prisoners. You panic prisoners. Free yourselves. Free your mind. Pound that like button. See ya. Thank you.